Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kias, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert and the very tired co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway, who's just coming off the American Royal. Well, actually, so is T-Bone. We're going to get to that in just a second. But I want to let you know, we got, speaking of the American Royal, coming up, Bill Hine. He is a pit master at Triple H Barbecue, and he was at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue last weekend. And I understand, guys, Bill did really well. He did about as well as he can do. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they seemed a little surprised, but yeah, he was the overall grand champion in the Over- invitational category. Wow. Wow. And we got him on the show? So, yes, we did. Does, does he know what show this is he's going to be on? Yes. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I made it sound better probably than <laughs> reality. T-Bone was probably wearing his uh, his shirt, so he looked official. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, well, and you probably said, well, listen, you know, we're we're bumping Howard Stern this week and uh, to talk about barbecue, so we're going to have you on. But you can check out his Facebook page, which is simply Triple H Barbecue, and learn all about him, and we'll be talking about him dan who of course dan you were the whole weekend at the american royal yep, yep. so we're gonna be talking about that in the fourth segment kind of get your your experience on the royal this year oh man i experienced a lot <laughs> <laughs> i'm too old for that but but going back to the american Royal, and, and if you haven't figured out we're gonna be talking a lot about the american Royal, but we should it's the world series of barbecue it's what the biggest barbecue contest dan I mean, it, it you know Yes, it is. It, it's the biggest barbecue contest in one spot. And, you know, for what, what I do for a living and, and, you know, for, for barbecue in general, it's, it's probably the most important weekend of the year. And you know what's even more important? Judges. That's what's important. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Barbecue judges. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah, they, without, they, they are crucial. Without the judges, it'd be hard to uh, figure out who it'd has be hard the best to judge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can't all arm wrestle out in the parking lot. <laughs> Especially with barbecue sauce all over your hands. Yeah, it just, just slip, hands right, just slip off, right off. Yeah. So, T-Bone, when you posted on Facebook, I'm going to be a judge at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue. I got so jealous. <laughs> uh, you've heard me talk years ago. I got to do one in Topeka, which was... Honestly, God, guys, I have jumped out of airplanes. I have bungee jumped. I've done a lot of different things. I've opened for Weird Al Yankovic. But in that list of top five things in my life, judging barbecue, how was your how was your experience? Uh, at the American Royal. No, yeah, mine was not at the American Royal. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, you know, this fulfilled my uh, New Year's resolution okay. promise at the beginning of the year, if you remember that. Uh, God, if you're listening, I know this is on his bucket list, but he's got more. So don't don't call him up yet. Yeah, yeah. This uh, please don't, <laughs> don't it, let it all in now. Even though as much barbecue as you probably ate, you might have gotten close to the end of the bucket. I'll tell you, it was it was it was uh, it was it was something because boy, they just kept feeding us. Uh, there we uh, sat there and just ate and ate oh and gosh. ate. Which you know, on top of things. You know, Dan, you talk about you're around barbecue all the time. On the top of it, you say, oh, that sounds fantastic. 
But when it keeps coming at you after a while, it's like, okay, that was fun the first 12 times, but yeah. And, and, you know, and I gotta say it was all really good. I mean, I I didn't, I didn't give anything less than a seven. I mean, that was like, that was the worst, which which is above average. Yeah. Uh, Seven out of nine. Oh, nine. Okay. So yeah, it's from two to nine. Wow. So that's really good. So yeah. Uh, everything was, uh, was really good. I, some of the interesting things were there was a guy who was at my table and uh, it was his first time oh no and uh, chicken came first and uh, we had six helpings right uh-huh and he ate every oh, bite no. all he had left was a pile of bones oh no and this guy was slim <laughs> and i'm like is he like the oh, guy dude. that wins the hot dog cons- like eating contest chestnut, every year? Yeah, yeah. He's like dipping the, dipping the chicken in a cup of water, <laughs> well, sliding it down his pie hole. <laughs> I guess and that's his first one too. <laughs> I guess he was because at the end, you know, I'm like, looked at him, and go, man, I'm stuffed. I I can't imagine what you feel like. You ate all your chicken. Okay, one thing I remember, and and. That was one of those days where I remembered everything. I remember what they they told me. Unlike you, we didn't have to do a judging uh, class ahead of time. It was just everything was explained that day. But one of the things I really remember is they said, we're going to bring you a lot of food. So pace yourself. And that was the big thing. We got to get leftovers. Did you guys get to get any leftovers? Yes, I've got a bag in the fridge. (laughs) And I found something out about myself, though. Okay. I, I I would not have thought this was the case. I would have... Uh, we've talked about this before on the show, and I said that, you know, my favorite was ribs, mm-hmm. and chicken was a close second. Okay. Well, I found out, no, there is no close second. I, I'm all about the ribs. Really? Oh, man. Oh, man. It was all I could do to keep from just devouring all those. Now, the thing that I found when I, when I judged was I'm not a big pork fan. I mean, I like pork. Don't get me wrong. But it's not on my top of my list. But the pork that, that was presented to me in that, in that contest was... Just the best pork I've ever had in my life. And, and you know, that's honestly like one of the hardest, for me, it's one of the hardest things to cook is, is getting that pork. I bet. Because you can, I mean, cooking a pork butt is a fairly easy task, but getting it a competition pork butt to turn out perfect like that. It's and not too dry and all that. Not too dry and, you, and you're able to slice it and present it all very nicely. And, and man, it's just, it's a, it's a killer sometimes. Now, I, I gotta ask, because, you know, we, we were talking before the show that you took a class beforehand and they give you all the rules and so forth and so on. But after eating all that meat, how, <laughs> how are you doing? How were how you Saturday night after the contest? I, 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 so I judged on Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay. Saturday, I was just out there running around. Right. Uh, my Fitbit said I had 220 zone minutes on, on Saturday. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I was like, really wow i didn't really think i did anything he's into fitness well um, he's in the fitness the day before but, he's gonna eat a whole cow and pig but and on everything sunday else. you know so that was over 40 plus bites of meat and i'm like i better do a preemptive strike so i went home ate an apple <laughs> <laughs> for you know for a little roughy, little fiber, little yeah, fiber get that fiber, fiber in there and took a couple of uh vegetable laxatives <laughs> just in case because i didn't want to be having issues 
later on and and it worked out good <laughs> and welcome to barbecue wow. radio nation where we always provide too much information <laughs> all right time now very quickly for our ask dr dan our barbecue fix it man sponsored by our september barbecue sauce of the month blues hog champion blend barbecue sauce in the squeeze bottle 25 ounce only 849 and you can get that at the kansas city bbq store.com what you got for us t-bone hey dr dan how can I make my meat taste less smoky? Mm. And that's from Elliot in Florida. How can I make my meat taste less smoky? Well, there, you know, there, Dr. Dan is stunned. Put, in, man, the, put I, in the stove. Man, I, 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 well, yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of different ways to do it. And, uh, you know, if you think that you're, if that you think your barbecue is getting a little smoky, you know, a lot of guys will wrap their meat based on the color on the outside of okay. the, and so, I found that when you do wrap it, if you add a little more uh, liquid to it and, and kind of steam it a little bit, it'll pull some of that, that super harsh smoky flavor out of it. But yeah, I mean, real realistically, the short answer is if you don't want it too smoky, next time don't put so much wood in it. <laughs> <laughs> what about like the vents? Is, is there, is there the opening or closing well, the vents help? The, you know, introducing more oxygen to the cooker obviously is going to be a, a better scenario to get a cleaner burning fire. Okay. You know? and, but, you know, then you run into problems with temperature. And so, yeah. you know, really the best thing to do is to, uh, you know, Remember what you did the time before. <laughs> Write it down if you have to, and just start with a smaller fire and run it a lot cleaner. That's the, you know writing it down when you can remember what you did or didn't do right. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, well, at the American Royal, I I I run my big open cooker. I run it wide open, vents open, stack open all the time. Runs a really clean burning fire, and you get a really nice clean smoke flavor to it very nice well that was for our barbecue sauce of the month which is blue hogs champion blend barbecue sauce squeeze bottle only 25 ounces for, i'm sorry 25 ounces for only 849 you can get it at the kansas city bbq store.com coming up speaking of the american royal very successful bill hind he is in next and he's with triple h barbecue on barbecue radio nation You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. 
The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kai is along with Dan Hathaway. And our guest this week, a person who was very successful last weekend at the American Royal Barbecue and the American Royal Invitation. It's Bill Hine out of Gillespie, Illinois. I hope I said that right. And he is the pit master at Triple H Barbecue. And uh, Bill, uh, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing, I'm doing very good. How about you? I'm good. Are you, is it Gillespie, Gillespie Illinois? Yeah, Gillespie, you did it perfect. And and so. Dan's laughing at me. And I'm gonna. I'm sure this is what everybody asks you. Here's the question you always have to hear. I'm sure. Is it near Chicago? Is that what you always have to hear? No, no, no? we're a long way from Chicago. <laughs> I, so. Well, I know it is, but I just figured that's what everybody asks. Well, you're. No, oh well, yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. You right, know, but uh, but no, no, we're nowhere near Chicago. So, so, Bill, you did quite well at the American Royal Invitational last week at the World Series of Barbecue, and we wanted to have you on to talk about it. And uh, we were kind of talking off the air, and T Bone kind of mentioned you're you're kind of a the backyard barbecue success story in that, you know, you went from there to all of a sudden getting trophies and ribbons and stuff. And to, to get things started, um, talk a little bit about your early days in barbecue and, and let's kind of work your way, work you up to uh, the, the world series of barbecue. How did you get started? Well, I mean, got started in competition barbecue. Um, well, let's go back even. Had, let's go back even farther oh, when you were. Further. Yeah, okay. just when just when you were doing it yourself, just um, just to entertain okay, so, your wife and kids. Sure. So, <laughs> whenever I got married, I was big into motorsports. Uh, we did truck and tractor pulling, and I was gone all the time. And um, basically, that got a little out of hand, and decided to retire from that. And um, um, to spend more time with the family and mm-hmm. start having kids and so on. And we bought a camper and we started doing some camping and things like that. And I bought a little electric, I think it was a master built box smoker that would just happen to fit in a cubby hole in the camper just right. And, um, and I started playing around with some ribs and some pork butts and you know, it was easy cause I could set it and I could walk away and go play catch with my boy or go fishing or do whatever, come back and things are still cooking just right. Right. And, um, so that's kind of how we started playing with barbecue, I guess. It's just because I like to cook over a fire. We did a lot of Dutch oven, uh, cast iron type stuff. And, and um, I've, I've always enjoyed cooking, just didn't do it for a long time and uh, got back into it. And this is probably, oh, I don't know, 2012, 13, somewhere in that time frame. And, um, and then as time went on, we were just doing it here at home. And I, we had a party for some family. And uh, I, I smoked ribs for the party. And uh, um, a cousin of mine actually put on a small rib cook event in the town over. And uh, he had my ribs. He's like, dude, you got to come compete. And I was like, oh, come on. You know, this, <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, I like them, but they're not competition, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, he's like, no, I really want you to come in. I'm like, well, okay. So I did that. And 
we didn't win or anything, but we were middle of the pack in like a 60 team field. And I'm oh, like, that's not bad for first time out. They, yeah, and I, and I had a lot of fun, and I thought, you know, maybe I can do this. And so, uh, so let's start. Let's start with those ribs, and without giving any trade secrets, because well, you just did real well at the American Royal. But but tell us a little bit about how you would prepare the ribs then, and maybe what you've learned to do even better now. Uh, there is no comparison. Um, I can't even remember exactly what all we did back then. It was uh, my my in laws actually owned a, a spice shop in Alton, Illinois, so they had several different barbecue rubs, and you know they didn't have blues hogs. So then I was out of the game right from the beginning, right? Um, but uh, I can't even remember what rub we put on them. But it was a lot of stuff. My wife's really good at mixing sauces up and 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 doing rubs and stuff. And you know she does a lot of our flavor flavor things so um she was probably making her own rub at that time and, and playing with stuff but it, it was real simple and basic and they were really dark and probably pretty tough compared to what we do today <laughs> so but i think the process similar you know we we looked up on the internet and was doing the three two one method and you know things like that low and slow um on a pellet grill uh, our first competition so but um and we did that for i don't know three or four years and learned a lot of things along the way and you know of course today we cook on gateway drums and you know we turn and burn hot and fast and um it's a whole lot different we're you know we the amount of things we put into it just you know when we're wrapping ribs is is uh probably kind of crazy i mean it's like sweet on sweet on sweet and then add something that has nothing to do with sweet you know so but uh, so that's kind of a rundown i guess so, Bill, how long have you been? Uh, how long have you been on the circuit, just competing in uh, in KCBS contests? We did our first KCBS uh, five years ago to the day, as of Saturday or Saturday of the American Royal. I no. just happened to be on Facebook that that morning um, as we're you know had a little downtime, and I got a you know an uh, what do you call it memories alert or whatever. Um, you know, and it was five years to the day that we turned in at Boats and Bones in, in Missouri, um, in Kimberling City. And that was our very first KCBS. That's funny. Uh, or Master Series of any kind. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy. I, 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 we, so, that was, that's always been one of my favorite contests is the Kimberling City contest. We'd always get the cabin, you know, and, and go stay down there for the weekend. It's, that's a, I wish they'd bring that thing back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so Kimberling City there, my, like I said, we were doing a lot of camping. And my, some of my family had a boat and so we'd go camp there and they'd bring the boat and we'd go out on Table Rock Lake. And, and when I seen that one on the list, I'm like, oh, let's go do that one. We know that campground. We go there three times a year, yada, yada, yada. You know, it just seemed like a great place to go. And looking back at who was all there, cause I didn't know anybody in barbecue. I didn't, I had no clue. Yeah. I really didn't. And, um, I seen all these fancy trailers and you know, these guys that look like they knew what they're doing. <laughs> and, uh, and I look, I look back now at that score sheet, which I still have all my score sheets that I've ever done. But, um, I look at the names on that. And I'm like, Holy crap. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I can tell and you we that we weren't last. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important thing I can tell you, you know, it's all, it's all about if you look professional, you don't have to actually be, yeah. able to, you just have to be well, able to I, look I can, like, <laughs> I can tell you that very first one, we definitely did not. And I was, so exhausted and worn out and i like scrambling from the time the first turn and started till the end um i never never even took a breath hardly and i, I remember looking at the guy next to me and he'd be out drinking a beer between turning and like how in the world <laughs> you know it's and uh, and, and now i and now i do kind of the same thing i don't drink but i you know 
I have to step outside the trailer and go talk to somebody between turn-ins so I don't get ahead of myself. Right, you know? yeah. And, yeah. You'll uh, talk yourself out of making a good decision. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I like what you said about but, uh, looking good at, bar- at, at barbecuing because it reminds me of the movie Tin Cup with Kevin Costner. And he's not a good golfer, but they taught him how to look like he knew how to swing a golf club, even though he really was terrible. So I guess that's kind of for you. Yeah. In the beginning, you know, you just want to look like a barbecuer. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know that I, I really looked the part, but there was, you know, (laughs) I'm walking in, I'm seeing all these fancy trailers. I'm like, holy crap, I'm a long way from home, you know, because I'm used to the guys coming in in 10 by 10s and a little bitty grill and. I'd never been to a KCBS event even yeah. when we entered it. So, well, well Kev, uh, Bill, just hang in there. You'll gain weight like the rest of us, and then you'll look like a bartender or a barbecuer. So well, it, I, it won't be hard. I've already got that. I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're talking with Bill Hine. Uh, you can check him out. Uh, well, he's he's, uh, he's got the Triple H Barbecue team, which did extremely well last weekend at the American Royal Invitational and the uh, World Series of Barbecue, which is, of course, such a huge event and such a compliment. And we're going to be back with Bill in just about a few minutes, so don't go anywhere as we're talking barbecue and American Royal and World Series of Barbecue with Bill Hine right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius with you, along with our producer T-Bone and co-host, barbecue expert, the very worn-out Dan Hathaway from the American Royal World Series of Barbecue. Speaking of being tired but happy, our guest today, it is Bill Hine. He's out of Illinois, somewhere in Illinois. We haven't figured out where yet. And he's the pitmaster at Triple H Barbecue and just killed it at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue at the Invitational. Uh, Bill, we've been talking about a bunch of different things. I wanted to start out this segment. So you've been doing this relatively short period of time. Um, let's say in the last five years that you've been doing this, have you had any little aha moments or little things where you, where all of a sudden you just go, oh, now I'm in the next level. And is there anything in particular that maybe you could pass on to somebody else that, that would help them a little bit? Again, not giving any, any way of your secrets, but anything like that, Bill? Um, I've had a lot of aha moments, Okay, you know, (laughs) I mean, I've had some of those this year, you know, even though we've been doing pretty well, you know, you, 
you make a little change, it's like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do that a year ago? You know, um, when you're struggling in something. So, but a lot of times it's something small, like, you know, run your rub through a, a grinder, you know, just a real light grind on a rub just to change the color a little bit, you know, or, and, and make the flavor pop a little better. Um, does that also the, 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 doing the grinder, does that help with the texture? And then it like maybe gets in the meat a little bit. And again, I'm the amateur asking, not Dan. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so, but, um, sometimes it changes the color, you know, I'm a lot of city girl. I, I you do it mostly on chicken, but, um, it, it changes the color for me and, and makes it a little smoother looking, I guess, you know, cause the sauce is so thin, you're going to see the rub underneath. Right. And, um, it just takes a little bit of the gr grainy look. It's not that it tastes grainy or anything, but it can be a, I don't know. That's my opinion. That, you know, but, uh, you know, Bill, that, that really makes sense because you, like you said in, in the, the segment before you're cooking on gateway drum smokers and that, you know, when people first start out on gateways, that's one of the, that one of the big problems they always have is they say my rub, you know, I'm having a hard time getting my rub to set up, you know, and it's always because they're using a, a coarser ground rub or they're just using too much rub. So grinding that down, letting it kind of sec, you know, soak into it. That that's definitely got to help out a ton. I think you're, I think the too much is, is a big thing. You Huge know, you thing. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. Um, you know, no one to go light and, and, uh, you know, cook, uh, I don't want to say bland, but cook, um, you know, just okay barbecue and mm -hmm. then fix it at the end. And, right. You know, we had the, we had the, the big flavor and the, and the punch, you know, and on the cutting board. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just want enough there for color and, and whatever. And then our finishes and stuff is what, what changes it at the end, you know? So, and I think if you get to know a lot of the better teams, I think they're the same way. I mean, not that stuff's bad when it comes off the smoker, but it's a whole lot better when it goes in the box. Oh yeah. You and know? you know, just nailing that tenderness so. and then finding out what kind of, what kind of flavor you need to achieve, you know, you can, you can always, you can always put more flavor in, but it's hard to take bad flavors out. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and that's right. You know, and it's, it's like, um, you know, even, even when you talk about like your salted butter, unsalted butter, well, there's certain things that we use both for different things. Yeah. There are certain things that I don't want to use salted butter because I'll add salt later if I need it. Mm -hmm. But I've had issues in the past where things get a little salty. So it's like, well, let's use unsalted butter. And then the way we're not, we can add it as we need it, not putting it in with every ingredient we're adding. Yeah. It's, it's, so. it's funny how, you know, you, you, you start to take, when you, when you finally start to have some success in competition, you, you always take a step back and you evaluate, you know, what can I do here? What can I do there to really change? you know, and maybe improve or, you know, basically, you know, create a, a situation where you're not creating problems for yourself, you know, simplify things, but also take a step back and say, okay, well, I can not use salted butter here and add more salt to it at the end. And, you know, that that's just sure. part, that's, that's, that's where you start to get really successful as a competition team. Now, Bill, when you were coming to the Royal, did, what was your I know you probably, you have your game plan. Everybody has their game plan, but did you have a certain strategy that you wanted to kind of stick with throughout the American Royal so you wouldn't get yourself, you know, off track or kind of get into a, into a situation where you were, you weren't sure what you were going to do? 
No, not really. I mean, we've cooked so much this year. It, it's one of those things we were just treating it like any other competition. You mm-hmm. know, they're the same. They're the same judges you get everywhere else. They're the it's the same people you're cooking same, against every turn in. Yeah. Not, not that all the yeah. same. We had T Bone well, no. there this year. He was a little different. Well, I understand, but, but you know, in general, you got you don't know who the judges are at any other competition. Right, yeah. right. You know, so I mean, it's it's yeah, it's a big event. You know, whatever. But we select the better meat we had in the freezer. But I didn't go through 500 briskets trying to find the one you know i mean i pulled the two better ones out of the freezer and you know that's what we had and what we ran with and um same way with everything else i didn't you know i've heard of teams that maybe cook snake river blacks or whatever and then they go buy a gold for the royal well we didn't do that and we didn't cook extra of this or that we did cook one one rack of ribs more than normal but i do that occasionally anyway it's not like out way out of our normal right um you know and uh so i i guess my game plan was to go in treat it like any other cook don't you know don't uh get too caught up in the the party and the fun i mean we did that on thursday night you know we went out we <laughs> visited i probably had a little too much to drink um which i don't ever do except maybe <laughs> there and then uh you know but come friday it was it was down to business and we did our thing and and uh, it was really the same way when we got back you know um back to the trailer on saturday night uh we were walking we were walking back with everything and, and my buddy that was there helping me this weekend you know he's like man he said there's gonna be 100 people at your trailer and i was like man i hope not you know, <laughs> and not because i didn't want to visit with people and everything but you, know, you got a job but, to do yeah but it's like i gotta cook tomorrow yeah. and i was done i had all my stuff already prepped and you know in the cambros and whatever you know and uh but i wanted to get a shower go to bed get a good night's sleep <laughs> well that sounds and, stupid <laughs> and rock it again tomorrow you know what i mean um i'm not i'm way too competitive to go party and celebrate and then screw up the next day well you're and, a, you're uh, a, you're a, you're a family man and uh you know you're you're not the, the 20 year old that would be partying all night long and screwing things up uh bill we're, we're we got less than three minutes quick question for you so yes sir You've got all these categories that you're just you just killed it at the American Royal Invitational. Is there one like to you? It's like, yeah, that's pretty good, but they really love it. And is there one you're like, man, I really love this, but it, they don't love it as much as I do. Is is there a couple of categories that kind of fit that? Um, at the at the Royal in the Open, I thought our pork was on another level, mm-hmm. and the judges did not. I forget <laughs> where we ended up, but I think it was 200 and something. And, um, you know, I was pretty bummed at that. I thought that would be our one that we might get a call the second right. day. Um, you know, as far as what the judges loved that I didn't, um, I'd have to say the ribs the first day where we got third. I was shocked because, in fact, when the lady was announcing, she's like, um, you know, we'll move on to ribs. And I kind of looked at my wife and was like, I think we could skip ribs. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just didn't think we'd had it, you know, that day, but I was wrong. That's so, so nice. I love hearing stories like that. But, uh, the little barbecue guy that could. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're, we're, we're running out of time. Give everybody a quick list lesson on your brisket. Just, just something to help the backyard barbecue before we let you go. Um, for my brisket, go to the barbecue league and watch Heavy Smoke's brisket recipe. Um, because I'm very good friends with him. They're one of our sponsors, and pretty much to a T, we're cooking Heavy Smoke's brisket. Mm. Um, there, there's a few little tweaks. We also use 
uh, Smoking Ghost in there, which is another one of our sponsors. Um, but outside of that, if you go to the Barbecue League and you watch that video, you can cook the same brisket I'm cooking. Very nice, very nice. Well, we've been talking with Bill Hine. He's out of Gillespie, Illinois. Did I say it right, anybody? Nobody? Okay. Yep. <laughs> and he's got Triple H Barbecue. Did incredibly well at the American Royal Invitational at the World Series of Barbecue. I assume we'll see you back there next year, Bill. Uh, I'm sure planning on it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I hope so. Well, thanks again for being a guest. Speaking of the American Royal and the World Series of Barbecue, Dan was there all weekend long, and we're going to get his thoughts and We'll see how tired he is from that. That's coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. A barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got both commercial and now residential smokers that you do want to check out. Oldhickorypits.com. And our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to News Talk KPEL 96.5 FM in Lafayette, Louisiana. You can actually hear us twice on Sundays. That's how good we are. Hear us twice on Sundays for uh, Dan, who gets up early at 5 a.m., and then people like me at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. With our special thanks to Brandon down there, you can check out their website, kpel96.5.com. Again, News Talk KPEL 96.5. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Time now for our Kansas City Barbecue Store product spotlight of the week. Dan, what do you got figured out for us? So this this new product is we it's been in the store for less than 12 hours. Oh wow. And uh and it's it's something I've been actually looking forward to getting in the store and if you haven't checked out our website at the Kansas City Barbecue Store, uh, we just put up a huge Traeger display. Okay. I mean, Traeger Traeger came in, they kind of redecorated for us it looks amazing and you know we've had matt Pittman from meat church on the mm-hmm. show before and he has partnered up with traeger and developed his own custom blend of smoking pellets okay. and so if you have a, a pellet grill and and you you know do a little research on barbecue on social media you definitely run into matt before um with his meat church products but he is also 
taken the best parts of his 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 childhood in Alabama and the best parts of his adult life in Texas <laughs> and blended those flavors together into a pellet blend by Traeger that's an oak hickory blend and is pretty much good on everything. Yeah, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to crack open good. a bag. So we've got them at the store now. They're twenty one ninety nine. Uh, I've got a pallet of them. So we have tons and we can ship them all over the place. You know, one of our goals here is to help the the backyard barbecuer, little guys like me that's not an expert at it. But you get a product like that, that's going to just... That's a game changer. It's a game changer. It's going to take you to another level without having to work that hard at it. Well, I it. think that's what... what Traeger's hoping for. Yeah. But, you know, you, you serve it up to your neighbors, kind of like Bill in the last segment where everybody went, man, those ribs are really good. Well, you do yeah. something like that and your neighbor's going to go, well, you should be calling the American Royal. Man, and, and, man what, a, what a cool story. You know, he, he's been cooking for barbecue for five years, his second American Royal, and he wins the invitation. Isn't that incredible? It's mind-blowing. That is mind-blowing. No wonder it hasn't really sunk in for him yet. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Anyway, so the pellets are awesome. Check them out at the barbecue store. We've Got them all the time. All right. Only twenty one ninety nine at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Speaking of the American Royal, Dan, you were there all weekend. All weekend. All Dave. weekend. I, and I was thinking about this, you know, before COVID, T-Bone and I, would we would go to the casino and play a little poker tournaments here and there. Mm-hmm. And if you were to quiz, say, 100 poker players and you were to say, okay, you can only win one poker tournament this year, what would it be? And and T Bone, I'm going to guess 98 out of 100 are going to say the main event at the World Series of Poker. Wouldn't you say that? Uh, yeah, that's where the money is. That's where the money <laughs> is, and it's just the prestige and everything else. So my first question to you, Dan, regarding the American Royal that you spent right. the entire weekend at, yeah, is that kind of how it is? I mean, you know, you got Memphis in May and right. all these other wonderful contests, but is that kind of the granddaddy? Is that the one you just want to win? You know, for for people that cook competition barbecue uh in kcbs and you know kcbs is the primary sanctioning body for the contest that they do um if for those people and people in the midwest and and people who are familiar with the american royal and what they do for the city and everything else yeah 100 percent. hey dan i wanted to ask you a question uh on uh some strategy on the turn-ins here okay so this is what i ran into uh several people turned in boxes that basically had bonus material inside <laughs> and by bonus material you mean so for example uh, brisket some nice sliced brisket in there and also a bunch of burnt ends and which by the way I, is my I, definition of a really good saturday night but anyway go ahead uh, uh, yeah so yeah it was like you and yeah usually i'm like oh great yes. bonus but you know i'd already been through four different meats by the time the brisket came i can't imagine judging all that <laughs> so i was like oh thanks um but anyway uh one box i got the brisket was fantastic so i mean taste wise solid eight if i would have thought about it some more usually i'm like going uh okay if that's an 8.5 i'm going to round up and give it a nine but their burnt end was bitter Mm -hmm. (laughs) no and so yeah that i ended up going the other way so what what are they thinking increasing the chances of acceptance versus rejection by these bonus items so you know that's a really good question and you know honestly for you just getting into judging and doing your first i mean that's that's a a really good question and man i there's a lot of barbecue teams and everybody else that would love to you know 
love to hear that because that's the big problem is that people, they want to you want to do burn-ins. Like I always want to turn in burn-ins no matter what, because I don't care what anybody says. The brisket point is the best part of the brisket. You know, I mean, you, it, and it's, so, it's, it's forgiving, but at the same time, it, it takes a, a quite a bit of skill to get that render just right. And so my strategy is, is that if the burn-ins aren't absolutely 100% some of the best burn-ins I've ever cooked, then I don't even risk it. And I'll leave them out of the box because I'm trying to eliminate myself from having what happened. And that's, you know, the brisket flat being really good, which it, it normally is, you know, 99% of the time it's the, it, the, the brisket flat is, is cooked well. Well, let let me ask you you this in in the same vein of T-Bone's question. If you, if you do your brisket and then you go, that's not the best brisket I've ever done. Do you definitely want to throw the, the burnt ends in? Yeah, because you want to try and, and give yourself another opportunity to get a good score. Now, you don't want it to work the other way where you are, are handicapping yourself by putting a subpar burnt end into a box full of, full of brisket slices that can score just, you know, right. that'll get you in the ballpark, you know? And that's a mistake that a lot of new teams make is they think that you have to put in burn ends. Now I've seen that tide change in you know, all, all my times cooking barbecue contests where when I first started, you, we always put burn ends in the box almost to a fault, even if they were, you know, if they were just okay, but then you start thinking about it and you're like, how can I eliminate a bad score? Well, that's just giving them less things to judge. Right. And so that, that's kind of, that's kind of my strategy behind it. What okay. about what, uh, what? What was the other thing that had the extra meat in it? Was it chick? Was it was was no? It was pork, pork right? Pork. They'd have they'd have uh, pulled pork and then also pork medallions. Uh, one one of them, I got to say, one of them that was actually and it was really good. I think it was pork. Their pulled pork was excellent, and but they had these medallions that were just slathered in sauce. Mm-hmm. And couldn't hardly even taste the meat. Yeah, and see, that's that's it, that's competition barbecue for you. You know, it's it's one of those things as you judge more and you get to see more boxes and everything else. You'll you'll find that yeah, there's a ton of sauce. I mean, competition barbecue. There's so much sauce being used in it, and well, it's just like uh, what Bill was saying, where you cook something to the right tenderness and the color that you want, and then you add the flavor at the end. Well, by adding flavor. You know, a lot of teams interpret that as putting a ton of sauce on it. And I think that's where some people get in trouble with taste scores is because they're adding, you know, they, they might interpret their, their taste scores as the meat didn't taste good. But mm. no, it's, it's, there's too much sauce on it. You can't taste the meat. The one thing that they did hammer into us as far as the judging class was it's about the meat. It is about the so meat. So yeah. I, I got one that was just, it, it had so much sauce in and throughout it, I couldn't taste the meat. You know, so what, I couldn't score it. Yeah. One of the things that I really want to do, one of the, I mean, and if you don't know this, I'm, I'm very, I'm not one of these competition guys that goes out and cooks every week and I would love to, but I just, I just don't do that. It's, it's too much. You're running a store and you have a family. Well, yeah, I've got other <laughs> things to do, but in, and, and I'm, and with that being said, I, you know, I'm not, I'm, com- I'm competitive. I love doing it. Mm-hmm. I have a great time cooking competition barbecue, but I'm not going out and winning, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, I go out there, have a good time, cook good barbecue, score decent and, and, and be done with it. But I would love to go out to a contest and just do a, an experiment where I don't sauce anything. You know, I mean, when you, when you wrap stuff, like when I wrap ribs, you know, when you open the foil, there's enough au jus in the bottom of it, just from natural rendering 
that you could take that strain it off and make something with that you know you can make a, a finishing you know glaze or, or right. you know you could do something with it without it just being straight barbecue sauce well thanks so much on that also want to thank our guest bill hine he was triple h barbecue triple h barbecue did really well in the american royal they did invitational all right. they did how all right. well did they do <laughs> they won they won <laughs> the, they won the invitational but, i mean that that's so, so huge. crazy congratulations to him and also don't forget our september barbecue sauce of the month blues hog champion blend barbecue sauce thanks again we'll be back next week right here on barbecue radio nation You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.